You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. Well, Yale has been among the many uh, endowments or many colleges that have big endowments that are looking for a wide variety of different investments uh, to make some money off of. And Yale made some interesting investments in timber. And to explain more is Janet Lauren. Uh, She covers higher education here for us at Bloomberg News, and she wrote this terrific article uh, for Bloomberg Business Week. So, uh, Janet, can you give us a sense, first of all, about why timber is such a popular or had been such a popular investment with a lot of the big uh, universities and their endowments. So a handful of the richest endowments, uh, you know, a couple of decades ago decided to look at um, things that were considered exotic back then, like timber, um, holding real assets, you know, land that they actually own, not through a, a fund or a private equity or through a hedge fund. And they started investing in timber. And if you look back to why they were able to buy some of this land, some of the um, large manufacturing companies that owned um, you know, millions of acres of timber and then cut it down and processed them um, decided they didn't want to be in the land business anymore. And institutional investors started buying that land, including Yale and Harvard, were among the early pioneers. And uh, it was a good investment for them because the timber returns, if you look at U.S. timber uh, about uh, in the 80s, you know, some are as high as 38% annually. It's a great investment. And lately, the returns have not been so great. Again, for U.S. timberland, um, 3% for the for the year that ended in June. And, uh, you know, the idea of timber, um, you're holding land, you're holding, you know, this real asset, you're chopping down trees, because that's what you're doing. Um, you're make, looking to turn a profit. And uh, there's been some headaches for some of these endowments. Well, yeah. And why don't you just talk about it? Because uh, you describe uh, one particular uh, slice of land in the Northwoods of uh, New Hampshire. Yes. So um, so Yale owns a lot of acres in New Hampshire and Maine. And uh, one of their investments is uh, through um, land proposed to be a power line that starts uh, in Quebec and it goes through New England. And they've held this land for many years. And they have a manager uh, called Wagner who takes care of their timber property. And the land is now leased for this uh, project called the Northern Pass. And the folks up in New Hampshire who live near it are, are not very happy about it. They won't, they oppose the, the line. They say it's not needed. It's going to threaten the scenery of their land. And they wanted Yale to step up and say, you know, we oppose this power line. We have issues with it. Uh, but the lease has already been signed. Well, but uh, so just to to give a sense, though, I mean, how much of a reputational risk is this to Yale? Uh, you know, especially given the fact that Yale and other endowments are also investing in, uh, you know, private equity firms or private debt funds or public debt funds that own Venezuela. Debt. I mean, there are other areas that they could be pinpointed for controversy. Uh, how big of a reputational risk is this? Absolutely. And we should also point out that Yale University's endowment is 25 billion dollars and Harvard is, you know, another 37 billion dollars. So these are big. They're humongous. Harvard, they're the two largest endowments, period. And, uh, you know, they're not huge investments for them. But, you know, Yale has a very prestigious school of forestry. And, you know, they teach things about sustainability. And of course, you know, they're not going to say 
you know, timber is to be cut down. It's a business. Everybody understands it. And, you know, you're not going to say hold the land just for trees, that it is a business. Um, but yeah, there is some reputational risk when, uh, you know, you have groups opposing Yale and their massive endowment that are, you know, they don't agree with the decisions that they're they're making. But of course, the, the endowment is the purpose is to make money to function for the university. It pays for about a third of Yale's entire operating budget. Well, but so if the object is to make money and uh, these once profitable investments are no longer all that profitable and these uh, investments that once were relatively headache free are now full of headaches. Yes. Why aren't they getting rid of them? Well, Yale has always said they're in it for the long term. You know, these they're could they sell it if they wanted to? Uh, sure. I'm sure if there was a buyer, sure. And, right. 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 <laughs> depending on the price. So, and then can you give us a sense of why uh, returns have gone down so much? I mean, presumably people are still building things. Uh, yes, um, but uh, you know, when you when you look at the recession, people were building fewer homes. There was fewer demand for lumber, but there also when you have more investors in timber, um, you know, especially when they were concentrated in you know fewer hands when you had these large uh, industries owning timber and now they're in more the hands of more institutional investors that are looking for higher returns. Certainly understandable why they're lower if everybody's chasing higher returns. So uh, the path forward here, I mean, has has uh, Yale and, and Harvard, I assume, has dealt with some similar headaches because yes. I'm sure uh, not Bribes just... Bribes Romanian agents and... Really? And, yeah, yeah, their timber. Anything um, that gets them into legal trouble? No, I mean, it wasn't, you know, in, in the case of Harvard, um, they had an, an agent, you know, they were in some ways the victim of, uh, you know, what the, what the agent that they hired was accused of bribery and convicted. Um, but, you know, still some were complaining about agricultural practices in Argentina a couple of years ago. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, people have different opinions on timber. You know, some people don't think it should ever be cut down. But, you know, that's not why why people are buying these as investments. So has Yale or Harvard come out and said, we stand by our timber. We love our timber. Have they just tried to, like, creep into a corner and hope everybody forgets about them? What was their response to your article? Well, Yale generally does not comment about their investments, and that's their longstanding policy. However, they did put out a statement a couple of months ago saying that, you know, the, the manager of their land um, had entered into a, a lease and, you know, that's that's sort of the end of that if they made a legal agreement for the lease. And there are still some steps for this power line to be approved. Um, the state of New Hampshire is evaluating it, and they may have a decision on their part uh, for the state approval this fall. So it's not that's not a done deal yet. Interesting. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure that as you dig into these behemoth endowments, you find some pretty interesting investments all around. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, especially the private schools are purposefully opaque about their endowments. The publics, um, in, in some cases, have to disclose what they're investing in. They may not disclose the returns. But, for example, we've talked about the University of Michigan, and, you know, they make very public what they're invested in. Janet Lauren, thank you so much. Janet Lauren is a higher education reporter for Bloomberg News. She joins us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York. Her story is in Bloomberg Business Week, a fascinating look at big endowments bet on timber. I'm Lisa Abramowitz. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.